You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Claire Fabret, and Claire talked about getting a breast reduction and then having them grow back. This week, I sat down with Ashley Ray, and Ashley and I talked about the, the many perverts that we have met in our travels. Here's Ashley Ray. I'm glad we're talking about perverts because (laughs) (laughs) being back in Chicago where I did the bulk of my dating in my 20s, I met... (laughs) I think you said the bulk of your perversion. (laughs) (laughs) I am the bulk of my perversion. Like, I mean, Chicago's a great place to find your kinks. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I was dating hard. This was like when Tinder was brand new. I was like a big OkCupid girl. And I matched with like someone who seemed very normal. He lived in Wrigleyville, which I mean is a negative, but he seemed... Yeah, like... He wasn't a sports person. He was an opera singer. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah, I was like, okay, maybe he just lives in Wrigleyville because it's close to opera Closer school. to the yeah. opera. <laughs> I don't know. And I just thought like, oh, he seems great. And we went on a date. I'm pretty sure, obviously, I took him to Kohl's because that's where I would take every date. <laughs> and it like went well. That is a good first date, though. It is. Like, if someone can vibe with Kohl's, you kind of know if they're an okay human. Like, the only thing is... I like a first date. It's fun to like play pool because it's like you have something to do. Yeah. But you're still kind of it's kind of flirty too. You're like, oh, I'm gonna wipe the table with you. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. It's like, but oh. you can never get on the table at Kohl's. It's so it's so intense. busy every and, time. And if you're like, hey, anyone who want to play doubles, they're like, no, get in no, line. Get in line. One on one. You wait. This We're is how we for do. The pink slips. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I like it because you could also if it was a bad date, you could be like, oh, there's a show in the back, and then just kind of like disappear while a band plays. Yeah. <laughs> But this was a good date. Like, he seemed totally normal and cool. So I was like, let's go back to my place. Like, yeah, modern woman. And we're, like, making out. It's cool. And then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, can I tell you my kink? Which (laughs) he's like, can I tell you my kink? And I'm like, well, fine. On the first date? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I just have one of those faces. It's also interesting to tell you that. While you're like actively on the date, you haven't right? even like gone home together. Like, I feel like when you're like half naked, then you're like, yeah, yeah. Like let me, we did it. Let me tell you a little more about myself. And this was truly just like we've been in my apartment for five minutes, and he's like, let me tell you my kink. And I'm like, okay, I got a face that uh, you know, whatever. Sure, <laughs> you got a kink face. <laughs> yeah, I got a kink face. He's like, I feel open with you, and I'm like, sure. What is it? And he explains that his kink is that he likes to. Uh, Come in frying pans. He likes to come in a frying like pan. A cast iron or okay, so we get that to this soaks de- in the seasoning. So we get to this detail. He at first he's explaining. He's like, I like to get like a chair <laughs> he's like, or no, a step non-stick. stool. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I like to get a chair or a step stool. I like to stand above the stove. I like to feel the heat of the fire on my balls. Like that's part of the danger. And then you know I come in the frying pan. He did want it to be cast iron, which I thought was so much more offensive. Like. <laughs> How dare you treat a cast iron yeah, like that? like that. Um, Do you know how long it took to get that seasoning? Like gas my cast stove iron, or, uh, electric, a gas. Okay. He liked the flame. That makes, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. He Kinda likes like the a, flame, like not just the vibe. heat. Yeah. yeah. And I like all my cast iron is from like my grandmother. He likes to see like sizzle or he like he likes the feel of the like flame against his ball. I guess like that's part of the danger. And he's like, so if you could just like set that up quick, like get a step stool, set and then up what the, you watch. Yeah. Oh, what do yeah. you do? Yeah. No. Are you he's jacking like, him off no, into the no. pan? He literally he's is like, you just watch. I like the you watching, and then I just do it. Well, it's like, okay, that alone, that, like, um, idea of, like, yeah, you watch, I get that. 
Yeah, but I uh, can get that. But I'm just like, what am you fucking up my, my cast, cast iron? iron? <laughs> like, what am and like for me, it's like I'm just gonna be like, oh no, is this stool safe? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just like, there's too many safety concerns. This is an OSHA violation. <laughs> yeah, and he's just so into it, and he's like, that's what I'm into, and I'm like, but that's it. Like, yeah. With, Nothing else. That's his big king. Is he was just like I like to come in a frying pan, and I was just like, oh yeah, we're not doing that with me. And then he looks at me, yeah, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. And he looks at me and is like, oh well, then I don't think we're gonna work. (laughs) Like I am getting, I got rejected by a come frying pan guy. If you had, if you'd been like, okay, I'll watch you come on my cast iron, what? Would you have had sex after that? Or that was, was another. That yeah, I've it. always wondered where that would go. I was like, "Do you do that?" And that's like a foreplay type move. Like, but it's like, like he already nutted. He so. already nutted, and it's burning now. Yeah. I guess. And now I'm doing dishes. Like no, I'm, I'm not in a horny mood. It. Yeah, I'm like, we're cleaning this like right like, away. I'm, now I'm gonna pour you know kosher salt on it. I, they they yeah. have to be washed immediately. It's gonna rust. immediately. Like we can't let it sit. That's I'm not. Rub, yeah. Now I'm the oil on it. You know. Yeah. It. You're giving me a tour, and I'm not feeling sexy about it. And I'm just like, oh yeah, dude. I guess we're not gonna work. Blah blah blah. And he's just like, well, I'm just gonna go back to my place. And at and some come point, on my own. <laughs> well, this is when it comes out. He like reveals that he lives in a studio apartment with his mom. <sighs> and how is that your kink if you live in a studio apartment with your mom? Like, mm-hmm. how is that a, your kink that you're doing when, like, do you wait for your mom to go to work or to go to the store? Like, or go to sleep. Or go to sleep. And Dare you're I like, say. and she's like, my son just loves to cook at night. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> how are you figuring out that is your kink when you live in a studio apartment with your mother? And that's when I was just your like, mom's yeah. Like, I always smell the most delicious recipe and the he never shares it yeah, with me. Yeah, no idea what he's cooking. It's just, it smells a little like eggs or something. It's like a beautiful omelet. Like, what is that, baking soda? Like, <laughs> And I was just like, so are you just coming in all your mom's frying pans in the studio? Like, and that's when I was just like, yeah, dude, we're not going to work. And he like left and sent me angry texts that were just like, you bitch, blah, blah, blah. Like you kink shame me. And I'm just like, I, I know this is you're a pervert. And I'm sorry. Like, I can be kinky, but you want to destroy property, frankly. <laughs> Like, I'm not okay with it. Yeah, and it's not, you know, it's like, we, you know, we try not to yuck anybody's yum. Yeah. But also, like, I mean, if somebody's not into your ultra-specific kink and then you're right. like, okay, prude. Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh, you suck. We are never going to work. And what it's are you, like, Mormon? It's like, um. <laughs> like, please tell me anyone who's into that kink. If you're listening and you're like, you know what? I would have let him come in my frying plan. Please hit me up on it because I haven't met a single soul in this planet who I've told this story who's like... I would have been okay with that. If if he had wanted to come into his own frying pan and I watch, I'd probably watch. Because yeah. ju- just for the pure, the pure spectacle of it, yes. Yeah, if we're at his place. But don't fuck up my cast iron. Yeah, on a first date. Don't come to my place. No. Like if, yeah, we, yeah. if we, I mean, but that's or the thing. You can't go to his bring place. bring your own pan. That could have been a way around See, it. Yeah. But I, no, I'm certainly not going to okay. infuse the flavor of ejaculate into my fucking into my own food iron and imagine him traveling with one of those like little boy scout pans that they <laughs> yeah, like, the, like kind that only an egg fits him <laughs> yeah like fits it and like the little handle pops out and he's like i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i just it's still like one of the most shocking things a man has ever asked me on a date and i'm just like 
I want to know if anyone has ever said yes to him. <laughs> like he shows up and he's like got his backpack and he sets the backpack down. It's like gonk. <laughs> you're like what's in there? It was just some cast iron. Cast iron, my cast iron. I'll explain it later. <laughs> it's just like, in case. <laughs> yeah, like I just truly want to know if any woman ever said yes, and that will. I bet they're married. I bet they I have like say, ten children now. I assure you, someone said yes because everything you think of, you go. I mean, there's someone did that thing. Yeah, there's no. We can't think of one weird sex thing. Yeah, and that no one's done. I mean, yeah, that's and how deranged. The, there's a way he knew it was what he was into. He was like, "That's always my thing," with like weird kinks like that. I'm like, yeah. "How did you get there? How'd like, you what that happened? Out? Uh, what led? What? What? what, what were, you know, how? Where did the what? What bend did the river of your life hit that you were like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I hate it because I was just reading this article. <sighs> Okay, so there was, like, this new story about, like, a Princeton professor who got arrested for, like, having sex with his dog on a trail because he didn't realize the science department had, like, set up cameras to track natural fauna growth. And he got caught fucking his dog. What kind of dog was it? It was a collie. A collie, pretty a border medium collie. Yeah, sized. that's a yeah, pretty medium sized dog. I was hoping it'd be bigger than that. Big, yeah, and take the dog. He Ooh, literally like got caught and was telling the cops like, "Just fucking shoot me." He was like, "Just kill me. I would rather be dead than have this come out." And yeah. then <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You're and not then wrong. that that's made one of the most fucking deranged. Yeah, it's crazy, and that made this article start trending from the cut that came out like five years ago of this guy. Who like anonymously did an interview describing how he developed like a kink for fucking horses. And he's like, back when I was 13, all my friends were reading Playboy and I was reading the big book of horses. And like, Uh, I thought those were the safe men, the ones that were into like the dinosaur books. Yeah, no. Oh, wait, this whole time you're just going to fuck a T Rex? Yeah, they want to fuck the dinosaur. They want to fuck the horse. He does this whole interview where he's just like, Oh, I would just love every part of the horse and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you know, a lot of men who like to have sex with women have to get over the idea of, like, eating pussy. And I just had to get over the idea of eating a horse out. And I was just like, this is... He was eating the horse? Yeah. His whole king was that he liked to eat out mares. Only mare, Only female horses. He liked to eat them out. And he wouldn't have penetrative sex with them he was only just, sometimes he was just giving them oral just oral <laughs> and he was like oh they taste okay, like a feminist <laughs> yeah like okay feminist and then the crazy part is you get to what the end the of the article fuck? and he's like and yes i do have a wife and yes she knows and i'm just like i've been single and you fuck horses he's and have nose a wife deep in a mare oh my god like that you like you're going to the stable eating out a mare going home and your wife is just like hey honey love you i hope you had fun with your horse <laughs> Like and and I'm single and I guess it's because I'm saying no to the pan comers and the horse fuckers of the world. <laughs> and that's yeah. Um wow, that was a lot of information out. It time. really was. It uh, was. Okay, number well, okay, first of all, I do find I do find uh fucking horses a lot less uh like heinous than obviously it's still morally reprehensible, but like yeah. for me, uh, with the dog thing, it's more like the size of a dog versus the size of a That's yeah. what I think about later. I'm like, I think you're hurting that dog. You're like, hurting that dog. I'm thinking of that more than it's still. Have you ever. I'm burping in. Okay, there was this. I saw this, like, there was this vice. Um, I don't know what do you call it, uh, expose or whatever. This was some years ago. Yeah. But there was, there's like this, like, small town in Colombia where 
it's like very like socially acceptable to fuck mules. Yes, have I saw you this. seen? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's like a like right. Yeah, yeah, and the, that's and they were like, so it's crazy. like a rite of passage. Yeah, you they, fuck a mule. They interviewed like all these people in this town, and like even like the women were like, yeah. Now if if I was with a guy who would like, it was like a thing like before you like lose your virginity yeah. to a human, you'd like fuck a mule to like get good at sex. At sex or, and there yeah. was like they interviewed a woman being like. Yeah, I don't think I would fuck somebody that hasn't fucked a mule. Like, like she was like, he's like a loser. And there's this scene where they follow this guy. There's this guy that like, so it was like, it seemed like more socially, it was like, it's what you do before you ever can yeah. have sex with a, vagi- of a human vagina. Human, yeah, and it's like, it there's per- this guy that's you. like obsessed. He's like, no, it's all I want is mules. And they follow him down this like fucking dirt road and they film him fucking a mule or a donkey. I don't know. I don't know. But he... The only part they would blur out is like when his like dick would pull out a little bit, so there'd be like this tiny slice of like blur oh, just between the mule's nice ass. Them. I know. I was like, I am fully watching this guy fuck a mule. Fuck. You're not. You didn't blur yeah, you did. anything That's, meaningful yeah. out. Like you might as well have left the dick. In. And it was. Like, it was one of those things. Where it was like, wow, I can't unsee this. Like, I, yeah, yeah. And the and the mule was just kind of like chilling. I think it didn't seem like the mule was in any. Distress. Yeah. And this guy had a whole thing about how like he doesn't want the animal to be in distress and there's all these ways. Like he was like, My mare loves me so much, like I come in this in the stable now and she'll just start being like, Come eat me out, bitch. Like that's how ready she is. Does he own the horse? He does own the horse, but he doesn't own the stable. Oh, he's like, Yeah, yeah, you have to like uh um, yeah. you like um like you uh, like board rent, it. yeah you yeah. board it and so i guess he has to deal with this issue where he's like i can only go late at night you know it's not like it's not preferable until i get my own private ranch. does he ever even ride the horse or he just eats it out <laughs> he does ride it okay, okay and then but then he was like but i actually find it very painful to ride her because i feel like i'm hurting her like you know i know she doesn't like the weight and stuff oh that's what's hurting okay Right, and I'm like, no, I think it might be that you stand on a bucket and fuck her, and then you <laughs> eat her out. Like, <laughs> part of me is like, would a would a horse like that? I don't know. I don't know. Does a horse have a clitoris? It does, which I learned from this article. Uh, he <laughs> goes all into a lot of detail about that. It's weird though. Yeah, he's literally like, it's big and it's weird, and it takes them about like twenty to thirty minutes of pure clitoral stimulation and blah blah. blah. And he's Wait, like, can a horse? Can a female horse come? Yes. He's like, you can feel it come because they like shake or something. And I was just like. I've never thought about that. But it's like, of course they can. I mean, people used to think women couldn't women come. Women couldn't. <laughs> so it's like. But of course a horse can come. Yeah. And he literally was just like, for me, the more important part is making my horse come. And I was just like, okay. Oh, wow. I guess I see why your wife puts up with this. That's. I'm very torn between emotions about this guy. <sighs> Now I am kind of maybe understanding the wife's perspective more. Like if he can eat out a mare with a giant clit for 30 minutes, like I imagine yeah. she's having a great time. Hers is easy work. Yeah, hers is easy <laughs> as hell. So Jesus Christ. Um, God, it does make you like, okay, well, the thing I was going to tell you about yes. where, and it's like a thing of like, I'm talking to this guy, I'm like, God, I feel so fucking normal now. Usually, you feel like a bit of a freak, and yeah. then you like find the right person. You're like, oh no, I'm I'm a normal like, person. I barely, yeah, I'm barely. I'm not letting my freak flag fly even a little bit. Um, yeah. No, okay. So there is this guy. 
so some some I posted uh, since I've started posting reels and I posted one specifically okay so I was posting just regular jokes and this guy like slid in my dms and was trying to buy my underwear and it like didn't end up working out but then I wrote a joke about the guy trying to buy my underwear when I posted that one a few people kind of slid in there like hey it seems like you're kidding but if you're not (laughs) but if not (laughs) and so and then a a few perverts kind of came into my life and one of them was this guy where he was like do you do findom which do you know yeah oh yeah i had to google it yeah that's the dudes who are like i want to give you money be mean to me like tell me what to do with my money once i googled what it was i was like i sure do like it's literally (laughs) just like him like sending me money while he jacks off i was like okay okay yeah yeah um and so, like, he did it, and he sent me, like, six bucks, and that was, that. I was like, whatever. Yeah. But then he would kind of, like, slide in every once in a while. He'd, like, respond to a story and, like, say a thing. And then he would, I, when I was asking people, I was like, what's, like, the craziest – or, like, what's the worst thing you've done working in the service industry? Because um, mine was that I accidentally rolled my dirty Band-Aid into a silverware roll-up. Oh. <laughs> and when somebody found it, one of my co it was actually – it was Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. He came up. He's like – uh, my table just found a Band-Aid. <laughs> and I was like, the whole day being like, who, who would do something like that? What the fuck? Who's That's crazy. Who's fucking back of house was so pissed. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's disgusting. Who would have had a... Everyone in front of house knew it was me because I was like chewing on my fingernails so they like bleed. <laughs> it was like super me. <laughs> but anyways, that was what the inspiration was. And somebody responded and was like, I've been coming in people's food uh, several times a week for six years. I was like, oh my what? gosh! And I asked him all these questions, and he said he like, it's like soups and salads and pastas, and like, <sighs> and I was like, doesn't the soup get cold? And he said he comes in the bowl first, and um, oh. he told me I was like, who are you doing this to? And he's like, attractive women. And I was like, oh. and he's but he said also annoying men, <laughs> which I was like, okay, good. And then he said he won't. His only rule is no, uh, like kids or families. Wow. So How thoughtful one, of him. This is one rule. But I mean, there I did there was a story about a couple that like they had the guy come in like some cookies they were making and then they took them to school and handed them out to kids and got arrested. So maybe he's a good guy. I mean, yeah, that once again, deranged, but also part of I... me is like at least it's baked. Yeah, it goes in the oven, so like I'm sure the, the oven germs kills and it. What stuff, yeah. But still, why do you want people to eat your? I mean, home? no, yeah. I mean, once again, another another kink. I will never understand. Don't get it. Um, Don't get it. But um, wait, hold on. I'm burping in. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. She <sighs> likes. Um. So yeah, but then it was like a weird thing of like me just like kind of drilling him and asking him questions and him like answering honestly it was like so it's kind of this weird like yeah. interaction of like i didn't think you're just gonna tell me everything like <laughs> but so last night i was i got down bartending i left i left it was like took forever and so i like didn't get i was got home like really i got home like four or whatever and like and he's like are you up because he, he must like send me money so he can drag off and i'm like yeah yeah i'm like i'm tired but I'll sit for you know yeah. twenty more minutes yeah, if you send me money. fifty yeah. bucks or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. So and like so and he was like, I'm good. something about like beating his balls, and I thought that was a euphemism. Like he no. was like, I'll send you. Yeah, yeah, I, no. So I I thought it was like beat your meat. Like that was no. The, it's I thought like he was they just, like to beat their he's balls. Punching himself. Yeah. In the balls. Yeah. Because he was. I was like. I was like, all right, come on, send some more money because I gotta go to bed. And he's like, I can't do it too fast. It won't hurt enough. 
Yeah, no, I straight up. And then that's when I was like, wait, hurt enough. Yeah, they want that. Like, I dated a Mormon guy who, like, like you know, they don't have sex until marriage or whatever. And his get around was just to, like, pull really, really hard on his balls and just, like, beat his balls whenever he would get horny. And now, even though he's, like, an adult who can't have sex and, like, is not Mormon anymore, like, he still gets off on that and, like, needs it as part of it. Okay, I do get that because I feel like... How you start masturbating is such a such, big yeah. part of how you have sex as an adult. Oh, absolutely. So I, I do understand that. Um, but I would truly just be like, what do you mean you like don't want me to suck your dick? You just want me to like step on your balls. Like, literally? Yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah. So that's what I was like. Basically, like, so like every time he would send me money, then he would. <laughs> he said he had him like tied off with like, he said a ribbon. <laughs> I thought it'd be like a rubber band was a ribbon. Okay. And then he would like punch himself in the balls. I was like, what? And I was like a little bit drunk, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I called him. <laughs> Once he said he was punching himself. Because this is, I've, I've kind of like had this like weird like uh, like back and forth with this guy over like a period of months. And I'm, I'm, I'm always like, who the fuck is this person? And so I yeah. called him and he's like, are you calling me? And I was like, yeah, pick up. Yeah. <laughs> and he picked up. We talked for like an hour. And I like just like asked him like every question that like popped into my mind, and I'm not. I'm not gonna, you know you're absolutely gonna marry this person, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna blow up his spot and like say all the stuff that he told me. Um, once I turn this off, I'll tell you. But um, <laughs> there was a few things where I was like, well, that is morally uh, super questionable. Like, yeah, some certain kind of power dynamic stuff with the people that like will like do stuff for him. But he, yeah, he said he like you know. He has people that are like come over, yeah, like step on his balls and high heels, um, stab him. Oh, okay. he asked me if I would stab him with a dagger and pee in it. <laughs> I was like, um, um no. <laughs> suddenly, I feel like so vanilla. That's what I know. That's what I thought. Right? I'm and like, I, oh, I just want to go like give him, me a foot massage. I was like, how did you get here? How did you get to the point of like? And he's already been stabbed multiple times, and he said he's got a friend that sews him up. I think they're like a doctor. I hope okay. they're a doctor. Yeah. Or a vet at least. Yeah. They're probably like, like, a, vet. Yeah. They're like a vet tech. Um, yeah. He has dog Xanax. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he said like, what was, what was, he said something else fucking crazy. I can't remember. But it, yeah, he was like, will you stab me? I was like, I know. I don't think, but while we were on the phone together, he was like, can I like do it again? And I was like, uh-huh. I was like, well, send me some more money. And then I guess you can. And I, so I heard him like doing it. And I heard the noise of the of him like punching himself, yeah. and I heard this like loud, like he like fucking went for it, loud yeah. noise, and then it'd be him like coughing, yeah, like going uh, 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 like from how fucking vet, and then like, he would yeah. like calm down and he'd go, thank you. <laughs> it was <sighs> insane. It was so weird. Something is broken. Like I, something in society is not correct. I don't believe we were put here to punch our own balls. I don't believe that's what anyone create. I don't believe like when he was in the womb, his mom was like, I hope this is you someday. <laughs> it's just weird to me to think of like, cause he has a very like normal and kind of, kind of a respected job. I'll say that. Okay. Oh, that was, that was the craziest thing. So he has a full time job. That's like a thing where you go, Oh, like, you know, if your daughter was dating this profession, you would go, Oh, good for oh, her. Yeah. Like, we, 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 like, see it. He works at wh- whatever. Re- he wouldn't tell me the restaurant. He wouldn't even <laughs> tell me his name. Um, fair. I tried to get his name out of him, and he wouldn't tell me. But uh, he works at this restaurant one day a week, 
purely to come in people's food. Okay. Not for the supplemental income. <laughs> just, okay, just to come in food. Okay. That is terrifying to me. Like men, like they should not let men work in kitchens without cameras. I think. I think. Right. Like it's just. I don't know. Yeah. One time he was like, when I was asking him all the questions about him coming in people's food, he, he was like, not he was like, because I was like, you don't live in Chicago, right? Like, lol. Please. Like I thought this was a random stranger, and he's like, yeah. how do you know? Haha. Oh, and I was no. like, oh Jesus. But then he oh. he was like, he's like, obviously it'd be a pretty slim chance, but if I ever serve you, do you want me to let you know? after and i was like dude please do don't. not come in my, in my food. food i would rather you just don't come in my food than Could let you, me know after he said i'll try <laughs> okay okay i will never eat a pasta super salad in the city of chicago again it's a bowl of croutons or nothing yeah just That's dry dry order. goods at this point yeah or you gotta go back in there and watch them fucking <laughs> oh oh wait okay i wonder if i've already talked about this on this podcast i feel like i must have but um because the craziest thing that he told me is that he's in a forum with other men that do this. No. And in his forum, there are no. 6,000 men. No. And it's not the biggest one. It's one of the niche forums. People are doing this. He was like, because I was like, when I, when he was like, how do you know? Haha. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like kidding. I was just trying to figure out my odds of having eaten like cum in my food. And he was like, they're very high. <laughs> he was like, because people do this everywhere, like fight club style. Like they're all around us, and he was like, "If you oh, if you God, eat like yeah. fast casual, he's like, yeah, you probably eat this one's come." Yeah, that's what the horse it's like fucker the spiders guy that said. Crawl yeah, in your mouth. the horse fucker guy was like, "Oh, it's like a cl- like a biker gang rules. Like you have to have someone has to see you fuck a horse to know you're cool to fuck the horses. Like there's no just casualness to it. Like you don't just get to casually hang in the chats with the horse fuckers. You got to be like me too." Oh god. Okay, so I'm just gonna cook my own food forever. I know. And yeah, I suck at cooking food. <laughs> I suck at cooking food, and now I'm truly gonna become Julia Child, so I never have to eat a strange man's cum. We're gonna get a freaking like caco van up yeah, in here. Yeah, like I will truly create a five star Michelin restaurant I if that's what it takes. I could not have said what I just said more Wisconsin than I just did. Caco van. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I swear, I'm, I'm I've eaten good food before. I'm cultured. <laughs> yeah, I'm, very, I'm so so cultured. I did the finest restaurant where they come in your food. <laughs> Alright, so at our live show, um the the audience can submit their own disgusting story to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories. Okay. One time my roommate was showering and I had to shit so bad that I took a plastic bag out to the back porch, squatted bare ass over the bag at seven AM and did the deed. <laughs> Why didn't you go on the porch? <laughs> why, why the porch? I mean, maybe she had more roommates, but like, yeah, but your bedroom maybe would have been. I more feel like private. it would have been fine, but I guess the smell. But then it's like it's everyone's like, bag, your porch is gonna smell like shit. Like, <laughs> um, I've told this story a bunch, of, but Jeff Osman. You know, yeah, Jeff, yeah. When he like had first moved in with his roommate in New York, he didn't like know him very well, and his roommate would take a bath for like two hours every morning, and it was like. He felt uncomfortable, like, knocking him down and being like, I'm going to shit my pants, dude, at the, <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So he just went in his room and shit his pants. <laughs> and then he just... Respect. Went downstairs and threw his shorts into the dumpster and moved on. <laughs> I, sometimes that's how it goes. Uh, yeah, I, I actually... I was keto for a while. And one thing about, like, being keto is when your body adapts to, like, ketosis, you have to take a lot of, like 
coconut oil, MCT oils, olive oils, oh, and you're they just sliding like sliding out of you, huh? They, yeah, you're shitting all day, <laughs> all the time. And there truly was just one day I was like, I don't think this is a shit. And I was like, nope, I just shit my pants. <laughs> I fully shit my pants. Oh. And <laughs> I did the same move. I just like, I just balled it up, threw it in the dumpster, and was like, moving on with my life. This did not happen. I'm just moving on. We must push forward. <laughs> yeah. So, all respects. Um. <clears throat> Okay, picture this. I'm on a terrible date with a very pretentious man who is, <laughs> these are all in quotations, showing me jazz. <laughs> and he was reading Catcher in the Rye when uh, I arrived. Ugh, that's a rapist. Yeah, red flag. Um, I asked him if he had an accelerated reader test the next day, and he did not laugh. <laughs> we, he went down on me badly, of course, and obviously when he came up for air, his mouth was filled with all the little bits of toilet paper that were stuck in my pussy. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's feminism, and I respect yeah. that. That's, yeah, that's how we get a And that's back. feminism. Yeah, that's what he deserves. That's, oh, uh, yeah. I can't stop burping. I gotta eat something. I was just, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Red Hot Ranch. I was thinking that. I was like, it's, that's the only thing that's open. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm like, a, uh, a burger doesn't sit very well with me, but. That's what I'm gonna eat. Yeah, I was like, They're I could do a Chicago style dog. I could, yeah. Honestly, maybe I should do that. Hot yeah. dogs weirdly don't hurt my stomach as much as like beef does. Yeah, and then I noticed some new. You think taco it'd be worse because it's like all, all the feet and stuff. Yeah, like, and random meats they just yeah. put into an encasing. It's just, I mean, yeah, they puree it. Yeah, <laughs> and they put it in back in the intestines, and we're ready to go. Yeah, but you know. I guess my body is just like, I can deal with this. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah, hot dogs don't. I love it's a good last, hot dog. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read you one more. This, 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 is a, this one's kind of twist ending, Ooh. a bit shocking. Okay. My first time getting... Okay, let's see. My first time getting an STI. Okay. Let me take y'all back. I was dating my girlfriend for three years at that point. She was going through some health issues, so she was constantly at the doctor's getting tests done. She got an STI test done and came back positive with chlamydia. She swore she didn't cheat. After a lot of thinking, she realized that her vibrator would randomly go missing. After searching through her mother's things, she found the vibrator. <laughs> Worst conversation to have with a parent ever. That's a tw that's a twist. But I didn't expect. I just I did never expected it to go there. I was like. It went missing, like her her dog grabbed it and like so, or something like. But why would her mom? Chlamydia live on a vibrator, like, and for how long? How long is? I mean, I feel like, like if people can sense. get like crabs from toilet seats, like you can probably. Can you really? Do people just say that because they had enough? I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Although one time I was reading a David Starr's book and he said he got crabs from a pair of thrift store pants. Yeah, so I mean, I think they were wool though, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I guess <laughs> like I could see like. like huh? I mean, I guess why not? Could it like you know if it can pass? On maybe a, maybe she know. like slid it back in and like maybe like the time between uses was very short. Very short <laughs> is like what I'm have to imagine this is. I also am just like I, I don't. How is your mom taking your vibrator? This is also oh. who's your mom fucking? Right? Who's your mom fucking? I mean, good then? for her, I guess. Yeah, she love seems, that for her. But she like, seems fun <laughs> because she could go buy her own vibrator. It feels. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, come on. She's a modern woman. Get yourself a. But uh, I mean, respect. I guess. <laughs> I'm glad you got to the bottom of the situation. 
Our live story comes from Claire Favrette. Claire is a Chicago comic, and this was recorded in June of 2023. Here's Claire Favrette. We sold our words for progress. Hi, what's up? Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. I didn't expect to be so horny. Spencer really knows how to uh, weave a web. Um, but let's focus on grossness, right? Um, not horniness, and they, and never the two shall meet. <laughs> Just kidding, they often meet, and we all know that. Um, toilet paper pussy. Um, so, uh, shitting your pants. Yes, we just heard a little shit your pants story. Everyone loves a good shit your pants story. The humanity in all of us. I have a confession. I actually used to be really skeptical of shit your pants stories. Used to, used to, okay, now I'm one of you. That's a uh, foreshadow. Uh, but I used to think that when someone shit their pants, I was like, you have a disciplinary issue. <laughs> your butthole is bossing up on you. <laughs> when you, in fact, need to assert your dominance over your butthole. That's what I thought. I thought I had perfect control. And I thought everyone could learn to do the same. Then I tried the Whole30 diet. <laughs> and I don't, you don't need to know what it is. Honestly, at this point in my life, I think diets are for chumps. Diets are for chumps, don't do it. That's my advice, do what you want with that advice. <laughs> Diets are for chumps, Whole30 diet is a very, um, it's what a hot woman thought a caveman ate. That's, <laughs> she was like, I have an idea and no one ever says no to me. I'm gonna write a book. <laughs> so I tried the Whole30 diet and it was, it was a lot of like loose meat and veg raw vegetables hitting my system, which for some people is great. That makes them run so powerfully. For me, I need gluten and dairy to run extremely powerfully. So all this loose raw meat and vegetables with no protection from gluten is hitting my system. And my body was like, okay, it's like that. It's gonna be like that between us. Your butthole privileges have been revoked. We're gonna be running the show from here on out. And I honestly had a very traumatic time and there were no funny stories to be had. It was very bad and scary and I haven't found the joy in it yet. But I did learn a lesson which is body in charge. Body in charge. Body in charge. Thank you so much. Body in charge. You know when you're in the gym and the gym teacher goes, mind over matter, you know, do one more rep. Lie. Okay? It's actually butthole over mind. Butthole, hands, eyes, feet, genitals, all in there. Mind dead last. Butthole president. Mind butler. CEOs, kings, girl bosses, all have been brought to their knees by diarrhea. <laughs> body in charge. We make plans and the body laughs. Ha 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 ha. It's how an evil laugh from the body might sound. Uh, it would be a bad idea to vomit at work. That sounds like a brain idea. It would be terrible if I got my period at church where my in-laws go, brain idea. That sounds like a silly brain idea. The body doesn't respect titles like manager or structures like a church. 
The body just says, we have to do something. Move, move, everybody move. Body in charge. Okay. Why do I say this? Why do I come here to tell you about body in charge? Because I had breast reduction surgery and my titties grew back. Yes, a lot of people say, oh, like they watched me get hit by a car. But it's true, okay? And I could do the story like a reveal. I had breast reduction surgery and guess what happened? But you can see me. So I cannot do a surprise reveal. You'd be like, where did you get it? Were there two other ones? They grew back. Yes, they grew back. Having big titties sucks ass. If I could, I would sell my titties for a dollar. But that's not possible in Joe Biden's America. You have to pay to have them taken away from you. Big titty culture is bad culture. I have grooves in my shoulders that you could run a Hot Wheels car on. And my little titty friends are like, oh, I would trade with you if I could, liars. With your button-up shirts. Something I have not been able to wear since I was a baby. Buttons. Also, what I'm doing right now is a violation of big titty law pattern on top, solid on the bottom. A big-titted cop is going to come in here and arrest me for what I'm doing with the pattern technicality. I can't be spontaneous like a Coachella woman. Flopping around from place to place, I have to make a plan for a constructive garment. And then let me tell you another thing that we all know very well. Big titties are over. Ass is king now. And we thank our few fans that are left, of course. We thank, we thank you, the diehards. But we know that ass is the boss now. George Bush was the last titty president. I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm saying he was the last titty president. You know in that old 90s movie when a woman could get in backstage at a concert by showing a little bit of cleavage? It would be laughed out of a concert. <laughs> cleavage won't even get you half off at Jimmy John's. They would laugh at you. They would say, I can get that for free on the computer. So I wrote to my insurance, I said, hey, this fucking sucks, it hurts, I hate it. And they were like, hey, you should be grateful, big titties are great. And I was like, no, 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 listen to me, George Bush was last for president. They're like, we are not paying for this procedure. And the hospital I go to was like, hey, guess what, we actually have a special deal. You can get a low, low rate on titty go-away surgery if you work with this freaky European man. That's just something we do out of the goodness. And I was like, okay, let's go for it. And this man was not beating the allegations that plastic surgery doctors look wild in the face. He had a wild, shiny face. He also had an assistant slash nurse slash receptionist slash lover who did draw on my body with her special marker about what they were gonna do. And the European man looked at my nude body and he said, you are not in proportion. Which I was like, yeah, yeah. I know, but it feels good to hear it in a medical sense. It does feel better to hear it from a doctor, I guess. 
<laughs> so they, you know, they do the special lollipop, they do a circle around your nipples, and they do this, and they scoop out fat, and I assume they donate it to KFC or something. <laughs> scoop out all the fat, and then you wake up, and you have all these freaky tubes coming out of your boobs. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, if you leave if you need to. Leave if you need to. It's not going to get worse than that, though. It's got freaky blood tubes coming out of my titties. I look like a Spider-Man nemesis. <laughs> Professor Boobatrice. <laughs> you know, and they take those out and blah, 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 blah. You know, I was at, I, I was at home, but I wasn't in pain. I was mostly at home because I looked like Professor Boobatrice, Spider-Man's nemesis. And sure, it's Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse 2. Anyways, um... But they, yes, they grew back. Obviously, they didn't grow, grow back overnight in a 13 going on 30 type of situation. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I just woke up and they were like, boom, boom, boom. No, they came back slowly, forcing me to buy different bras of different sizes. So nice of them. So expensive. <laughs> I went from a G to a G to a D. Sorry. G to a D to a G. Good a good. Okay? <laughs> Ultimately, good a good. Good a good. <laughs> And you know what? It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful journey for me. It, it, it's very frustrating, but you know, Jesus had his cross. <laughs> I have my 34 Gs. And that's the journey that I'm, I'm supposed to walk, I guess. That's what the Lord has made for me. But a, a beautiful lesson for my, my hubris to, to remind me never again to violate the will of the body, body in charge is that on this nipple, every month, a beautiful ingrown nipple hair grows <laughs> to remind me of my folly. been listening to the ladylike podcast i've been here with ashley ray yeah uh you can always listen to my podcast tv i say with ashley ray if you want to hear from the people who make the shows you love i interview artists and actors and writers uh, and yeah you know just follow me wherever the ashley ray i have shows places you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever i'm jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me our theme song is type of wound by natalie grace alford New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. And I-